Okay, now here we go. Fingerprints. That's right. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mac Show. I'm Jeff Gamet, your interim host, sitting in for you and Rankin. And uh, and we're already off to uh, a great start because uh, I said, okay, let's start. And then I said, okay, now we'll really start or something to that effect. And Ben <laughs> says underpants. And everyone's thinking, don't uh, yeah, worry, the... Jeff will just edit all of that out. So everything starts with, hello, everyone, welcome to the Mac show. I'm Jeff Gamut, your interim host. And yet, that's not going to happen at all. All of that just stays in. And, yeah. uh, and yeah. also, fact, we got a 15 or a five yard delay of show penalty. <laughs> not so. Yeah, I am kids wearing my pants. Five. Oh, that's not what you meant. <laughs> yeah hey how about that tso host <laughs> yeah, see you guys yeah uh, gotta go yeah gotta <laughs> go hey um these amazing people i i should um uh introduce all of them first so that everyone knows who they are and second so that there is actually a a record of who my co-conspirators are ben how are you I am amazing. <clears throat> That's awesome. And, and just so you know, Ben, I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing at Patrice. <laughs> For those of you that are only listening, when uh, when I made my comment about uh, about uh, having record of my co-conspirators, Patrice just kind of nonchalantly slid right out of frame and disappeared. <laughs> I did. As as yeah, that I totally makes sense. Yeah. Well, uh, Patrice, now that you have nonchalantly slid back into frame, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. I, I I'm not sure. I think I stole I stole Ben's time to to talk about himself. So sorry, Ben. Um. Uh, yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm in the middle of uh what's called C5 in Germany. It's like a government certification of some sort, and it's fun. You know how government certifications are totally fun and not not something that you loathe working on, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm doing that, and I had to restore my iPhone today because you know betas. Every couple of years it hits you, and today mm -hmm. was my day, so it was fine. I, I'm ready. I know what to do. I just restored it, reinstalled the backup, done. Like that's what I do. Yes, and reported so... it to Apple. So that's the important part that they know. Excellent. Something went wrong. So in case your your touch screen all of a sudden doesn't work anymore, you know why? Beta. Beta. Yeah. Which which is our uh now uh every quarterly uh reminder. Do not be us, do not use betas. Yes. Be Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I mean I should also mention I reinstalled the beta and it was fine. So it probably was some like unlucky combination of things that happened so yeah, it's fine as i said i'm i know what i'm doing and i know how to fix it so That's i'm not complaining i'm just mentioning it just just observing yep yep uh chuck how are you i'm great and i'm more than happy to be your co-conspirator except for that whole storming the bastille thing that you proposed i'm not quite into that <laughs> um yeah, and i did didn't not have to wear pants well, that's true. That's true. As you didn't. 
Um, <laughs> and I never, and I <laughs> have times. not had to, I've not had to restore my iPhone because I don't install betas. So I'm good. It's why we said be like Chuck. Be like Chuck. <laughs> be like Chuck. Yep. Be like be like Chuck. Ne never have to re refresh or reinstall your iPhone. Yep. Yep. E excellent advice. Yep. And uh, Dave, how are you doing? I am doing great. It's Friday. We're glad to be here as always. And uh, it's uh, like like Patrice. I'm doing some busy work. We're converting our ticketing system to a new system this weekend. It's wow. gonna be fun. Oh, fun. That, that that's uh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to say. <laughs> and, and I'm the lucky guy that has to do videos of how to use things. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, well, I did I... that too about six months ago. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, I figured you did. I I I haven't had to implement a change like that myself anywhere. However, I've been part of those transitions before, and I I feel your pain. Yep, it's not fun. No, not not at all. I'm not in the whole the the nitty gritty of it, but enough that I have to be a user of it as well as do some things. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, so good I'm luck just, with all I'm, that. I'm just <laughs> waiting for the video that Dave publishes for his company that you know shows the red button. And it just says, don't this push this. Does this. this. You mean this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't push this button and then see how long it is before somebody just can't stand it and pushes the button. Yeah. You, you know, I'll I give would it just five seconds. smash it immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't push this button. Yeah. You mean this one? Yeah. The fastest way to get people to do something is to tell them not to do it. Right. Exactly. The fastest way to get me to do something is to tell me not to do it. Yeah. I have to know what this does. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Patrice, do not eat this good chocolate. You're welcome. No, 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 no. Patrice, Patrice, <laughs> do not work on my word site press site for me. At least, at least, my effort was uh, benevolent. You mm -hmm. did a great job, Ben. What do you? You, you don't need help. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was me. awesome. Oh. All right. Well, um, hold on. Okay, office manager has uh, moved position so I can actually get back to my uh, my trackball again. So I can paste a story into the live chat. And uh, let's start What's with up the... with these stories? Yeah, I know. Do we really need them? No, we don't. But, <laughs> but I figured as long as we're here, we might as well hit the obligatory um, story, which is... That only applies to one person in this call. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the... even barely, because I mean, even I have a US iTunes account or Apple account. So, so that, that fixes so much for you, right? Uh, just right there. Uh, it does. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, so the, the Patrice story is uh, Apple announcing <laughs> how they're going to comply with the DMA in the European Union. And mm -hmm. yeah, Tim Tim Cook totally called me and he was like, you know, Patrice, like tell me what you what we should do about this. And I told them, do that. Mm -hmm. and, the, and and Tim <laughs> right. was like, Great, we're gonna great idea. It. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the 
for for those of you that are that I guess for those of you in the US that because there's a high likelihood you may not know what's going on mm-hmm. in the EU with the DMA, um, which is the uh, Digital Market Markets Act, not marketing, Digital Markets Act. Um, it's the EU's new set of regulations that that uh, are intended to help. What would be a good way to say it? Um, eliminate to, monopoly to... control over um... certain market aspects. You, you monopolies, yes, but in, in I would say in broader terms, just regulate markets to some extent, mm-hmm. in the, mostly in the technology area. So if you're if you're big enough that you're that you're relevant in the market, you might not be a monopoly. Like Apple, I mean Apple's argument actually was, yeah, well we're not a monopoly, so it shouldn't apply to us. Mm-hmm. But uh, the EU said no, that's not the point. The point is if your if your influence is significant enough in 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 the European market. Then you get you fall under this regulation, and you have to follow certain rules. You have to do what the EU tells you to do, basically. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it means Apple uh, is being required to open up um, a ton well, they, of stuff. They're, they're not opening the App Store; they no. are opening up the iOS platform for third-party app stores. It's even more than that. They're opening up the iOS platform for a lot of things. So one is third-party app stores. One is uh, payments, third-party payment processing, so NFC chips and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one is browser engines. So it's kind of yeah, it's a like it's all over the place. And and it like but but I think it addresses the let's say the key. The key complaints that you hear a lot, which is, mm-hmm. well, we, we we have to go through Apple's App Store. We cannot do anything else. Um, there, have, there have been complaints about payments, like, oh, we have to use Apple Pay. We, we cannot implement our own NFC-based payment system. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third one was from, I think, mostly Google probably, uh, complaining about, well, we have to use WebKit. Like, even if we build our own browser in air quotes on iOS, it is a WebKit browser, not a Chrome-based browser, Chromium-based browser. Mm-hmm. So as I said, it addresses all three in in a very Apple way, I would say. Oh, that That's an excellent yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's, what's really funny for, to me is, you know, like people like me who have US App Store accounts because you usually get to all the cool stuff. Now I've I've read like on 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 message on a bunch of Americans saying, well, I should get a EU App Store account now. <laughs> okay, that's funny. <laughs> and Patrice, you did in your summary there, you did leave out the fact that now this opens the doors a bit, not completely, but mm-hmm. a bit more for no. for ransomware, for malware, for questionable payment methods. You know, you, and unfortunately, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, well, we can open doors and open door. You know, you uh-huh. open the door a little bit and what can get in can get out and what can get out can get in. And so that's a point that I, I think, I don't think it's being lost. And <laughs> no. I know if you listen mm-hmm. to Mac OS Ken this morning, he was, he was poking a little bit of fun at, you know, some mm-hmm. of, uh, some of Apple's wording, but at the end of the day, it is not, you know, you can call it informative or you can call it a scare tactic. Take your pick, but the fact yeah. is that it's there. Well, it to, be to be honest, to be honest, I I'm not sure I fully agree with that. I mean, 
is there a theoretical possibility that malware could get in easier maybe but honestly it wasn't hard to begin with like the app store like it's been proven over and over the app store is not really good at detecting them like there've been so many instances where apps were found to do all kinds of stuff like i mean so i'm I don't think so. And the, the, I think one of the important points is this does not mean anybody can install anything. It still has to go. It has to go through a Apple approved marketplace. So there is basically if, I don't know, Microsoft wanted to open their, their own marketplace, they have to get approval from Apple. I'm guessing Apple kind of has to give it to them. Like they can just say no, because that would kind of, I think, anger the EU a little bit. Um, but it you have to be approved to do that. It's not just anybody can do it. And you have to still notarize your app. And that is a, it's not just a malware scan. It is actually a mini app review. So mm -hmm. Apple still reserves the right to reject apps that are in third-party app stores. We'll see what the EU has to say about that, but these are the rules right now. And it's not free. That's the yeah. other part. Mm -hmm. like there, there's a whole there's a whole thing about Apple still making some money out of that, which is no surprise because no. because Tim fair. Cook has straight up yeah. said yeah. that if this ever happens, that mm -hmm. Apple will still be collecting revenue from it. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I would say it's fair because you're still using some services that Apple provides. It's less. But there's still some, and I think what was it, fifty cents per new installed or something. So it's not a, it's not yeah. a lot for free uh, app. It might that, be, but it's not a lot. That is per month. Per per month, no. But if it's for it's for new installed. So like if 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 an app gets installed in January, then you pay in January those fifty cents. The first install for I think the first install for user. It does not. You don't have to. I don't think you have to pay again in fe in February for that same mm -hmm. install. Correct. So it's just new installs, but you get you get charged month by month basically for your new install installed. At least that's my understanding currently. That that's how I read it as well. Yeah. Which instead for a free app might be a problem. If it's not making any money whatsoever, you still have to somehow come up with the fifty cents. And that can but, add up. Uh, but you do still have the uh the option of remaining on the app store and having absolutely nothing change. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's Apple's carrot to say, hey, yeah, just just stay on the app store for with your free app and then you don't have a problem. And if and that may, you know, that may that may limit some of the free apps out there, but it also may introduce just a little bit of a barrier for the the the, the constant copycat mm -hmm. two apps that you know take something and and rip somebody else's yeah. idea off completely and just they either don't do it as well or they copy it completely and then mm -hmm. they have they have the the downloads and all that and then there's the possibility of them doing what yeah. anything that they yeah. want to do with it yeah. so i don't think exactly. that's a and thing. and that's an a great example of apps that already exist on the app store Mm -hmm. That Apple has so far not stopped. And I mean, some of them were very obvious, blatant, reported multiple times by the original developer by the, the, the developers of the let's say the original app. Um Apple just never did anything about it. So 
as I said, it's not as if like the, the app store was all that great to begin with. Yeah. And by the way, if this process seems a little bit familiar to everyone, uh, that's because it's basically what they do on the Mac. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't think they do they do reviews on the Mac. I think it's just fully automated, at least so far, the, the notarization. Um, I believe so. It's correct. a little bit different. I think it's a little bit different because I said Apple reserves the right. Doesn't mean that they do it every time, but they reserve the right to do a human review on the functionality of, of an app. So not just technically. So it's basically the same. I mean, honestly, it's nothing changes. You still go through through app review. It's just not going to the app store. All right. Here, here's my um, um, prediction for how the new app store marketplace, if you will, is is going to play out. Mm -hmm. We we will see certain big name companies launch through an app store. So like, like Microsoft, which you mentioned, yeah. uh, then we'll see gaming companies like Epic create their own app store. Yeah. And, uh, and they've already announced they're going to see, there mm -hmm. you go. Uh, <laughs> just like set app announced that they're going to launch their own app store. And, um, and actually I think it's a good thing that set app is doing that because mm -hmm. they, they already have credibility and they are trustable so they're they're doing their own vetting process and and so if you're looking for apps outside of the app store that aren't like a, like a streaming game platform or something then it seems to me like set app would be a good place to go look um and there will probably be a, some other stores that that come and maybe even go and disappear mm -hmm. that aren't as reliable or trustworthy but i think by and large what what we will really see are big name players setting up their their own company store mm -hmm. yep. yeah 100% yep. whether they're successful or not with that we'll see yep and uh from what i understand uh jailbreak store Alt Store has also announced they will be going legit in the EU. Oh God! I mean, we'll see, we'll see whether Apple allows them to do that. But because you know, Apple could, if they find legitimate reasons, where you say this, I don't know, this is a risk for the users on like using the platform. Mm -hmm. They might just refuse. Yeah, there's there's some extra stuff um, that's also super interesting. Um, there's new business terms for iOS apps. So the commissions, I mean, it's quite it's quite funny. Like uh, the, the second Apple had to basically allow third party app stores, the commissions went down. So mm -hmm. now it is either ten percent or seventeen uh, percent. So like from the well, technically thirty before thirty or fifteen before. And uh, those do not include the 3% uh, payment fee. Correct. So there's a, there's a, you can now as a third party, basically, like if you have your own app store and you still want to use basically Apple Pay, um, you can still use that and just pay the standard, I would say, 3%. So that, mm -hmm. they're kind of incentivizing 
yeah, that people still use their payment system and use their app store, to be honest. You know, one thing I want to note is uh, uh, I, I appreciate Apple's transparency about this whole thing. To put out a news release like they did today uh, or mm -hmm. yesterday um, is, is, you know, I commend them for doing that because this is mm -hmm. a difficult situation. I mean, Apple has their business, the, the, their business models. That's what they wanted. And they know they have to comply with this. This is a, this is a legal mm -hmm. thing with the European Union and they want, uh, mm -hmm. and they have to comply. You know, if they don't comply, they're not going to be able to do business in the European Union. That's a big, yes. big, big <laughs> chunk of business uh, for yeah, you know, the business yeah. that, that, that could do. So, I mean, that's, that, that in itself, I, I commend them for that. Uh, a lot of companies would just not be as transparent with this. They just kind of be bits and pieces of telling you what they're doing and that's the end of it. They're, they're, they're taking the time to really lay out what the plan is. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. this this was basically a mini WWDC in the yeah. EU via press release. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's it, that's a good way to put it. But it's also, but it's also very Apple-like to do stuff like this in a press release. They would never announce any of this on stage. No. No, never. never. Oh no, yeah. no. Or should they? Uh, I, mean, the... I mean, it's 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 something that they they don't really do. They they only have, they like to have their set events. They don't want to do a, mm. an actual uh, a video or announcement. The the, yeah. the news the news release tends to work better. And and since this is, I would say, for the most part, a legal thing that changes, right. it's anyway better in written form because it's easier mm. to understand and read and less likely that you have some misunderstanding in the, in your text. I mean, you can be sure, like lawyers have read this 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 press release probably up and down mm -hmm. to make sure everything is 100% correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, the, the, I saw the core technology fee, that's what this install is called. It's once per year. So it's not, it's not forever. It's basically first install in a year is 50 cents. And then for a year, you're fine. There's a million, uh, there's 1 million install threshold. So for smaller apps, they're, they're fine. Yeah. <clears throat> So, so how long is it going to be before we see all kind of articles in the tech press about the best and the worst alternatives to the App Store? Um, they've probably, probably already been one. written. Yeah, Mar March sixth. <laughs> yeah, no, they've already been written without even yeah. seeing a store. Just mm -hmm. fill in the name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, th sadly, I believe you're probably right. <laughs> So this comes Jeff, in March with, with um, I mean, which they have to because EU. But Jeff, your yeah. comment about, about setup was, I think, a great one. Because they are, whether you agree with this or not, they are going to add legitimacy to the mm -hmm. concept. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, and they were, because, but yeah. they will do it right. You know, that, mm -hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. Because we yeah. all have faith in setup. We, we know the setup folks. Is there, well, I'm not going to ask if anybody here doesn't use setup because I think that'd be crazy, but you know, yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you should, you should definitely go check that out now, even before that app store opens because setup is such mm. a great, great thing, I'm, but they, they do, the, they do it the like I, I want, want it to be done. Yeah. And, and they've been yeah. offering apps on iOS already. I mean, they, they found, they found a way around the, like they find found a way around the, the app store limitations simply because they, they basically, the apps had to put out, they had to put in special, basically special code or special capabilities that allowed you to unlock <laughs> the app without having an alternate app store. So that was kind of a, a hacky way of doing it. And it, I think it probably limited what 
what they could or could not do, what could they could or could not offer. So this way it's actually better. And I think they're they're a prime example for yeah, for some someone who is already experienced with that and would be great to have. Like I would love to have that. Mm-hmm. Set, set up even made me uh i'm three percent of all the app active setup users i got that email i'm mm-hmm. sure most of us did here so <laughs> nice um okay related to all of this at least in my opinion apple also announced that they're allowing uh game streaming apps in the app store worldwide mm-hmm. and um um Here's my. I take. would assume they simply couldn't. Uh, they couldn't prevent this from happening anymore. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. I think this was Apple's way of controlling how this happened, unlike mm-hmm. in the EU, where it's dictated to them how this happens. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so a- Apple maintains the control that they want in yeah. this situation. Yeah, yep. So if you that. wanted uh, an app-based ver- uh, way to get uh, GeForce Now or uh, whatever Xbox's one is, mm-hmm. it's going to be called Xbox Live. What is it called? Yeah, Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. But most companies have these kind of streaming services these days. Well, and now yeah, that Apple was always crazy that they didn't really allow that. Yeah. Yeah, th- that was always a mistake, n- not working with gaming companies for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, since they want that a little bigger part of that gaming pie, um, and yeah, maybe it'll entice uh, game companies to not do their own stores a little bit. I don't think so, but um, it's, it, it's at least Apple. That. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, like big companies like like Microsoft or Xbox, I I mean they will do it. But I can see it for for some let's say smaller outlets or or, or areas where all they have is basically that that IP. They might just say, well, like what's the point? Like we can just be in the App Store and stream it there and and done. Like we don't need to set up a whole store thing and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, X, uh, Microsoft cool. laid off 1,900 people at the <laughs> Xbox division. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, a- yeah. Apple has a long history of not understanding the gaming market. And yeah. I, I think that they they really are trying to to remedy that. Mm-hmm. So th- this would play into that as well, uh, but I think the real driving force behind this isn't let let's fully embrace gaming. It's let's control how these things happen. Yeah, that and I have a feeling that finally some people who are probably more hardcore gamers are in influential positions in at Apple. Mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, you see that like everything that was done last like year or two, like around gaming and like what they did at WTC and all of that, you see that those are really, there seem to be people who really, really care about this and wanted to work for them. And, you know, that's always the biggest motivation for any, any kind of development if you want it yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, That said, 
I I think uh, Apple does need a central game executive. Yes, they should. Yeah, and not Apple Arcade only. To be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not that's not the solution. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice, just like uh, <laughs> I I mean that's like uh, uh, people asking for a racing series and uh, you giving them like uh, a Fiat Five Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> perfectly good economical <laughs> thing but it's not what they want mm. mm-hmm. I, I have no right to comment on anything gaming except to so, but i will anyway um i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of with you i've i'm oh i've been always just a little surprised that there's this much money laying on the table and apple has never quite figured out how to go about getting it's a bigger chunk of it especially with the hardware that they have. And so yeah. it now you're just seeing some of these things. It's like, okay, now they're, I don't, I don't know. Are they taking money out of anybody's pocket or are they just putting more money in their pocket because of giving users access to things that they want? And again, I'm not a gamer. So that's almost a question for you all. Yeah. Um, here, here's the thing on it. Um, for later millennials and especially Generation Z, uh, online gaming and esports are an increasingly uh, large part of their life that it wasn't for even older millennials and Gen X. Um, I don't know if this is about as much getting money out of someone else's pocket as it is. Uh, trying to keep uh, mindshare and those users completely on Apple. Well, if if you want to keep someone uh, totally within your ecosystem, you need to give them ways to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well said, Jeff. Yeah. Um yeah, I I just think Apple the last five to ten years have has realized if it wants to have that keep that dominant position in mobile, it needs to start getting itself into this market. And I think from a platform perspective, from a hardware perspective, they have done a phenomenal job. Uh, it's just now it's getting through to a newer generation that uh, and it's probably going to take someone other than uh, a bunch of uh, California Gen Xers. To do <laughs> yeah. I, I would push back a little bit on like that. Apple has doesn't have a chunk of the gaming market. They have a chunk of the, the quite a big chunk of the mobile gaming market. And they make, I mean, mm-hmm. I think they make most of their money on the App Store right now with that. So it's not that that they don't have it. I think they, and they've tried. I mean, look look back like over, over years and years and years. Like I think it, it feels like every, whatever, second or third Apple event, they had some game studio, some game access, something gaming on, on stage for, for, I mean, decades probably now. It's not that they didn't try. I think they just never understood. They never understood the market and they never understood what was yeah. really needed. And it was just, okay, let's find someone who can tell us what to do and we'll just try to do that. And it, that that never worked because that's not the Apple way of doing things. 
Now, ironically, the one time they did the not Apple way of doing things, and it has worked out really well, is Apple TV Plus. Mm -hmm. It's true. Because they had and someone, but, but because they had someone in-house, or they had a couple people in-house that understood it. And, and were able to execute on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, they went and got the people and brought mm -hmm. them in-house. Yeah. yeah, and with and... gaming, I mean, to, to Ben's point, they've not done that. Right. So maybe they should take a page out of their own playbook and do what they did with Apple mm -hmm. TV Plus, but in this case for gaming. And yeah, I, it makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. They did but I mean, Apple TV Plus. True. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's true. But to be fair, Apple TV Plus was always closer to what Apple knows than I think gaming is, because they've been in the the media business for a long time with like with iTunes and so on. Mm -hmm. That that's true. But Apple went and got those pe people for Apple TV Plus. They brought them in. Then they mm -hmm. listened. They still yeah. did things more or less the Apple way, but they, they loosened the reins just enough. I mean, think think about the discussions we've had on all of our shows when Apple TV Plus was, you know, just a gleam in someone's eye and you were afraid that it was going to be, you know, pasteurized and homogenized and so family friendly that nobody would care. And mm -hmm. somebody somebody told Apple, you know, hey, you, you gotta let, you know, you gotta let some of that go. And they did. And as a result, we've gotten some phenomenal shows. Yeah, but one of the yeah. big differences there is, though, I mean, those are, for the most part, Apple-produced shows. So mm -hmm. Apple had quite a big stake in it, in them and had quite a lot of control over them. I mean, to some people complaining about that and, and leaving, ultimately. But with games, they've never done that. I mean, the, the best they did with Apple Arcade was giving like handing someone else a chunk of money and saying, hey, build something, do something, or mm -hmm. or buying something that's already there, basically. Mm -hmm. And they have never, I mean, I, I'm, honestly, I'm waiting for Apple to say, here is a Apple-produced game. Hire the people, build an Apple-produced game. Besides the, the poker game. Yeah, besides the poker game. I mean, that doesn't count. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between... Uh, casual and triple a gaming yeah yeah something on the quality level of a triple a game or, or close to it but apple produced it doesn't have to be in-house like they can find some some uh, someone else and partner with them but apple apple kind of drives it and controls and dictates it because yeah. that that like someone that, like that, Kojima. yeah Exactly. Because, because I mean, that's experience for me. Like when you have that, then, then there is a, a huge, like a huge link between like the external team that you're working with and the internal team. And, and like, if something isn't working, if there's a limitation somewhere, then you have the people in house and you can say, okay, like this is not working. This team is struggling, help them. Mm -hmm. I'm still yeah. not convinced Apple will ever really get gaming. <laughs> I, I, no, I think eventually they will. It's just, it, it, I mean, it always comes down to people. That's why I'm saying. I think some there is some people in the these higher up management levels now that seem to understand it more and more because you see some things happening that, that I don't think anybody else would have done. Yeah. 
Yeah, that said, I think to really get serious about that, there's going to have to be a major acquisition or two. Yeah, but just the Apple White. Yeah, which is uh, whether that acquisition is software, hardware, or both. But yeah, you're right. That's yeah. the Apple way. Yep. Now, the other thing, I think they need to start treating games as not an app, mm -hmm. uh, but a form of entertainment unkin to movies. Hmm. I, I, I'm not so sure. I think with the Vision Pro, that they could, it could be both, to be honest. Yeah, I it mean, it can be an app and a form of entertainment. I mean, just but, like movies are. But yeah, but it's I think with gaming, number one for like I said, though those younger millennials and uh and Generation Z, gaming is a major type of storytelling. Yeah. And I mean Apple's had kind of a certain way of your way our way or the highway when it comes to apps. I think they start have to start kind of courting game developers uh, mm -hmm. the way they do uh, the people who make movies and TV shows. That's true. And I and think they're they, starting to do that. Then I'm curious, because you said about major acquisitions, hardware and software. What hardware acquisitions would you are, are you envisioning or thinking about? Anything in particular? Uh, on the high end? I know I've said this before on my website, uh, but I think Razer would be good, a really good fit. Both Interesting. when it comes to culture and product line. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, especially since uh, like their higher end machines are going to be thin for a gaming laptop. But also are probably going to be able to, to take like a ultra chip in it. Interesting. I I was assuming you were thinking more along the lines of all the peripheral hardware that goes along with gaming. They make that too. Uh, right. Yeah. So it would be plus. Um, Razer's CEO has been got it for I want to make sure I'm getting the the uh guy's name right here. Uh uh Min Liang Tan mm -hmm. has been compared many to basically a Singaporean Steve Jobs. Interesting. A yeah, good thing or a bad thing? That's a well, good question. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we're also looking at a company that uh, could be looking to grow beyond their means as an independent company. And Apple has plenty of cash and resources and technology. You really think that, that Apple would take on... I'm, I'm again a little bit outside of my comfort zone here because I'm looking at their website, but that they would they would accept an, a a competitor to their own hardware, or add it add a competitor to their own hardware to their product line. 
are they a competitor? That's the thing. Uh, uh, okay. Well, they make point. Windows it, PCs. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And then they make all of the accessory things. Yeah. So the Windows they, PC part, I could see where, where that could be an issue for, for Apple. Yeah, that, that's but, where I was going, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing. Gamers like a certain aesthetic. They're not going to buy a MacBook. Hmm. At least for now. The, At least yeah. for now. Yeah. And I don't Depends think we're ever going what. I don't think you we're ever going to see a Mac. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is, I mean, also, you're bringing new, a lot of, potentially a lot of new users into the platform. Why mm -hmm. keeping that same kind of quality control and general aesthetic? Um, also, you have a completely new and compa compatible uh, talent base there in Singapore. So I'm... they might be able to also get more into uh, so, uh, some, uh, um, some of the Eastern companies than we or mm. e Eastern companies than we can or than Apple can. Mm. I'm, I'm honestly not so sure about that. I mean, with the exception of, I think, Beats, Apple rarely ever keeps the hardware from from their acquisitions. They in, they buy the they, they buy people for or they buy the companies for the te their technologies and for the people and for the experience, but then they build an Apple device. I mean, even with even with Beats, you could argue that the whole AirPods line is probably came probably out of that. Yeah, uh, but still, there are certain. Uh... With Beats, you, you have certain members within the rap community, within the sports community that prefer them. Uh, I honestly prefer them because I like the fit a lot better than the AirPods. Sure, sure. But I, I, I but I think the, the reason that that's a very, very special case, which which I don't think would, I mean, it has like any other acquisition that Apple has done, they've never done that. This was a very, very specific case. And usually yes. what I mean, what usually would have happened even with Beats is Beats would have ceased to exist and Apple would have just put out well air, a ton of AirPods products that are exactly the Beats products or more or less exactly the Beats product. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's I think it was a very special case. And that's why I don't think they would. I mean, they might acquire the hardware for, as I said, for the for the like IPO and okay. their, like everything. But mm -hmm. I don't think they would keep it. But they I could, would not IPO IP. Yeah, but they could they could do it, Patrice. They could they could bring it in house, and you know then eventually migrate over. But the but I the, 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 the beats. I mean, the, I think the beats is an interesting precedent, because I listen. I'm the first one to say I I knew that the beats brand was going to be gone in twelve to eighteen months, mm -hmm. and Apple said no. You know they recognized the fact, <clears throat> as as Ben said that. There are there are communities that identify a lot more with the Beats brand than with the Apple brand, and so yeah, but why the Beats you... brand is bigger, way bigger than anything. Well, else. 
Well, that you know, that's okay. I mean, Razor, from what what I understand, is a pretty darn good name in mm. in the gaming it's world. Yeah, so it's a huge name. Yeah, so there would be an interesting precedent that, not even a precedent that. Well, the precedent has already been set. So if Apple had the guts to do this and then keep their hands off and let the Razor people do what they've done so well, man, that's that's a really interesting <laughs> idea. You know. We we may not be able to agree on whether Apple should buy Razor, but I know something we TSO all can host. agree on. <laughs> TSO hosts. That's right. Mr. Okay. Mr. Smooth strikes again. <laughs> oh, yes. Boom. Anyhow, here, here's the deal. TSO hosts, they, they offer uh, high-quality web hosting services. They they make it easy for you to buy domain names. And and what they're doing is they're taking the uh, the things that they do so well, and they are giving those things to us here at the British Tech Network so we can do what we do. So they're giving us the bandwidth so that we can live stream multiple shows to you every single week. That right there, excuse me, that right there takes a lot of resources beyond what we would be able to to manage and they're just saying here take it please which is um incredibly generous and and super helpful they're also giving us the web hosting space we need so that there is a place for the british tech network website and they're giving us that server space we need to be able to store the uh, the show recordings so that you can watch or listen to episodes anytime you want and and you put all that together and it's it's more than we would be able to manage to to bring together on our own so uh the, when when i say we we couldn't be here today without the assistance of tso hosts i'm not kidding that's that's how generous they're being and it's fantastic. So I appreciate the TSO host is here supporting the British Tech Network. And I would love for all of you to go out on social media and let TSO hosts know that you appreciate that they're here supporting us as well. So please do, do that. And um, that that's all you need to do. Um, if though, you're thinking I've got the best domain name ever. Um, you know, maybe, maybe it's like, um, um, apple should buy razor.com. Okay. Well, go, go use TSO host to, uh, to buy that domain name yeah. because they make it super easy for you to do. And they, they offer, uh, uh, really good prices on their services. Then let's say you're like, oh, I need more than just the domain name. I need to have, uh, a web hosting package to go along with it. Throw that in your cart too. No big deal. Um, mm -hmm. Now use the discount code BTN20. So you get 20% off that order. And there, and TSO Host is offering that just because you're part of the BTN family. So they're being incredibly generous for, for us and for you too. And that's super awesome. So thank you. TSO hosts for being here and supporting the British Tech Network. And uh, Patrice, now I apparently need a little support from you because you are so much better at telling people about the chat than <laughs> I am. Do you mind? 
I don't mind at all. I I, I also have a suggestion for a domain. Uh, it's uh, get your EU Apple Store account. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Be sure and use yes, the, uh, the discount code uh, so you get 20% off when you buy the domain. Exactly. Or, or, um, or, or Patrice, payeuappsbitches.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, live chat. So we have a really cool live chat that you can join when we are recording. I mean, you can join it anytime, but especially when we are recording this sh very show, which we are doing every Friday at 4 p.m. UK time usually. Every now and then we, we might have to change times because, you know, work gets in the way and stuff and make paying bills and making money. Um, so definitely always check our uh, social media accounts for that. But then you just head over to chat.britishtechnetwork.com and you're in. That's how easy it is. No registration, nothing. Just go there, join, you're done. So, and then you can like see the links that we're posting to the news stories, to like people talking with us and we making jokes and whatever, like all of, all of the good things, the cool things that are coming up. Get also posted in there so yeah you, you're you're missing a little bit if you're if you're not in there uh, by the way also thursdays 7 p.m uk time we have the big show same same deal uh, we talk about non-apple things so non-apple technology so could be space could be computer chips could be gaming so if you're interested in razor and, and games and so on uh, ben often brings really or always brings really interesting stories and sometimes they're about games um, so that's the show for you for that one. But uh, let's say you are listening to this in the recorded form in your like favorite podcast player of choice. And you are like, you're like, ah, oh, I really want to get that newsroom article that Jeff posted, or I want to get the cool thing that Dave is about to, Dave, our Larry King of BTN is about <laughs> to post. Um, then you can still get to that. Uh, we have a chat transcript. They go way, they go way back, uh, all the way to June 2015. Um, so just you just head over to BritishTechNetwork.com forward slash chat, and then a very nice calendar asks you for a date. And if you put in any date in that range between June, I think second 2015, and today, or whenever you're listening to that you will see what was talked about on that day in the chat. And for today, for this very show, you would have to put in January 26, 2024. January 26, 2024. And if you put that in, you will see everything that we talked about today. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. All right. So now it's time for some cool things. And look at that. Dave already has the first cool thing in here. So <laughs> hey, tell us. All right, I've turned into Guy Searle, I'll admit it, uh, <laughs> buying microphones. Actually, this was an actually really good deal, so I kind of didn't couldn't pass it up. But for having an extra backup mic, especially for uh, one that's USB, this is a uh, made by a company called 512 Audio. It's got some warm audio uh, temperature, large diaphragm. It's a, it's a really nice mic, uh, and it's only thirty nine ninety five. It was originally one hundred and sixty bucks, so it was like seventy five percent off. Um, very good quality mic. Uh, it's a side direct, uh, side address uh, mic, so you, you have to uh, talk to the side of it just to get the, the best sound. But it's, but it's a, uh, 
but it's a condenser mic, so it's gonna you know give you some more ambient sounds. But I thought this was a great deal, so I I've been playing with it a little bit. And didn't use it today, but uh, uh, since I use my Rodecaster Pro, it's a little hard because that has XLR. But something to have as an extra mic, you know, when you're in, I'm traveling or whatever, need I need a, a quick mic and not have to bring all kinds of gear. And it plugs right into your um, into your uh, Mac. And it's USB C, so you don't have to mess around with adapters. So real nice mic. Dave, mine's up for delivery right now. <laughs> I didn't think you were the only, I was the only one. Yeah, oh my thanks, God. Dave Hamilton, as well, for putting it in. Oh, Facebook. yeah. I believe Dave, Dave, I blame yeah. Dave Hamilton for spending Ham our money. Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I'm going to try it out some more, maybe even uh, play around with it a little more, maybe even use it on podcasts one time, too. Awesome. Yeah, sure. yeah. I should have a dual microphone setup. Yeah. Right. No, no, you didn't. No, you just need one microphone, but two turntables. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, if you hadn't gone there, Ben, I would have been really <laughs> concerned that you'd been replaced with uh, with some LLM automaton. Oh, yeah, <laughs> at that price, it's. I mean, not, it's not just the mic. You get the shock mount and the stand. Yeah. Oh yeah, you get the stand and the shock oh, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do. It's, it's a good. Yeah. It's a really good deal. Yeah, it, it was mm -hmm. so good that even though I don't need a, another microphone right now, um, I went ahead and channeled my inner guy, Cyril. Yes, I did too. Yep. Um, okay, Patrice, <sighs> tell us about your your pick. <laughs> so my cool thing today is a new Apple TV Plus show. I think it technically new is in air quotes because I think it came out last year. Um, it it's came out this year. I thought it's it says here twenty twenty three. Oh, okay. I guess it so started. <laughs> I guess it started at the end of last year and wrapped. Yeah, up something like that. A couple weeks ago. Exactly. So I finally got a like. I I heard people talking about it on a bunch of shows and I never had time for it, but it sounded interesting. So finally, I I gave in and 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 watched it. Or started watching it. I'm not finished. So it's Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Um, Apple TV Plus. There's a free episode. So if you're not on Apple TV Plus yet, you can still watch, I think, the first episode. You need an Apple account, but I think you can watch the first episode for free. Um, the story is basically, I don't know if it's a direct like sequel to some Godzilla movie or not. I don't really know. It I didn't look into it. It, it, it is. is. Okay. Well, See, kind of like a side that. story. Yeah, sure. But I mean, it's it kind of starts from there. So they're like, San Francisco has survived the Godzilla attack. And uh, Kate, like one of the main uh, main characters, uh, is shaken, like she has definitely PTSD. Um, and then, like her dad dies, and she has to go to Japan. And she discovers something that she did not expect. And then chaos ensues from there. That's where I'm going to leave it because that's I don't want to spoil great, it, but it's a really great, great way. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I will say this about spoiling it too much. If uh, the three, if the four MonsterVerse movies so far seem just a little bit disjointed, mm -hmm. uh, this the series fills in the gaps. And and what I really like, I mean, one there is uh, Kurt and and Wyatt Russell playing like basically one character, but in different yeah. times. I really like that. I am usually kind of meh on the jumping between times things, but I think in this case it works really really well. Um, what I also like is that there is 
some original Japanese content. So like you get subtitles for sure, like so you can understand it. Like I don't speak mm -hmm. Japanese. But I really like that they keep that in. It kind of feels more authentic that people would actually be speaking Japanese when they're in Japan. So mm -hmm. um it's kind of yeah, as I said, but keep that in mind. Like it's not something you can watch on the site because I tried that and I had to rewind like 15 times because I always kept missing it and I had to go <laughs> back and listen to it again. So but that's me yeah. ADG. Like it's me so yeah but i said there's a there's really good actors in there uh both japanese actors quite a few also known ones that you might have seen in other other things or japanese american i think also some um but also some yeah hollywood actors you would recognize so really good really really good show and i'm i'm not like i'm I think halfway through so looking forward to the rest and i hope a second yes. season to be honest i i, I hope a second I, season too yeah yeah, I, I don't like the monster part. I'm, I'm gonna like. I'm, I don't like scary things. I don't like monsters. So the, the monster part, I, I have to look away ever on that. Yeah, but I weigh the endorsement here because after a while, I get. I'm like, well, for different reasons, Patrice. I just can't kind of burned out on it because at some point mm -hmm. you can only watch so many monsters destroying so many cities, and then it's like, eh, this is mm -hmm. so, this is so well done yeah. that yeah. you know you you actually want the monsters. You know, you're waiting for them. And mm -hmm. you and want the when, monsters to destroy things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you get to, you get, it's like, okay, when are we going to get to that? But mm -hmm. the, just the backstory is, is so well done. It caused yeah. me to go back and watch the, all the MonsterVerse movies because I wanted mm -hmm. to, you know, kind of get the backstory or the side yeah, story. I'll probably do that. Said. It, it, now that I know it, I will do that. Yeah. It, I, when, when this first was announced, I thought, uh, okay, you know, yeah, Godzilla, same. that's fine. Yeah. I'll, tr I'll try that. Side of the week, whatever. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. exactly. And yeah. it is not that at all. It is mm -mm. so, so good. And, and the thing is, it is, I mean, the monsters play a role and they, they have, sometimes they are scary and they're, they, they have active parts in it, but for the most part, it is about a like rather big mystery or actually probably multiple mysteries happening. Yeah. Um, that that you and the the the, ca the characters are trying to figure out, and that is way more interesting than than the mm -hmm. monsters. The, the the monsters are really cool. I mean, cool like from the CGI perspective. I really like how different they are. Yeah, yeah, and you and you literally have uh, so, uh, some mysteries here that are spread out over three different generations. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's a wonderful series. Mm -hmm. and, and it's funny yes. here and there so that's also good mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yes as uh dr sirizawa would say let them watch <laughs> <laughs> all right so far we have uh two really good cool things um chuck are, are you going to keep that trend going oh you kind of are I'm going to try, and, and I'm going to tell you that this is something that everybody on this podcast and probably everybody listening needs at least one of mm -hmm. these. Every year I go to at CES. At this price, damn right. Yeah. At, every year I go to CES, I learn a little something about, you know, what, what works as far as, you know, the flow of things. One of the things I learned last year, and I remedied it this year, was the fact that I, I'm using multiple SD cards over multiple days. And it's so easy to lose track of mm -hmm. which one is which. So this, the, my pick is is a memory uh, card case that is water resistant, anti shock. It holds twenty four micro SD cards, twelve of the uh, of the SDHC cards. Um, and if you look at the images, you can see 
um, I bought two of these. I bought, and then I put a piece of tape on the outside. One is blank and one is used. Hmm. And so maybe, maybe you're not, maybe you're not going and traveling with multiple SD cards, but I bet you that you have lost SD cards because these things are, you know, smaller than your thumbnail and they're so easy to misplace or, mm -hmm. you know, just have disappear mm -hmm. into the couch or into the carpet or wherever. So this, this. Into your vacuum gives, cleaner. Into your vacuum cleaner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so this gives you a place to store your SD cards, no matter which size they are. Um, and you can even store the, the real small ones inside their adapters so that, you know, you're kind of getting double or triple cap capacity here. Um, because I, listen, I've, I've, I, when I bought these, I went, I found all my, all the SD cards I could find, put them in this, even if they aren't one of any of the super large capacity ones. Now I know where they always are. And it's just a lot harder to lose this whole case. So, and at this price, um, right now it's on Amazon and the U S it's nine ninety nine each. So buy, buy one, buy two, buy three, but by all means get one it'll pay you back just in the fact that you don't lose a memory card. Mm -hmm. I have no idea where all my memory cards are. Exactly. I don't think I own any. I got a problem because you just sit right next to my back. <laughs> I so I have them in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and, but, and, and again, you know, this, this is, a, this is protects them. David, it looks like what you just held up was more of a, um, of a Velcro yeah. uh, cloth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is the, yeah. the think tank. Yeah, and that's and that's okay. great. You know, I wanted something hard oh that God. you know that makes that sense. I could just when you're traveling. Open up, yeah, yeah, and open up on the desk and say, okay, on the right are the used, on the God, I had left one of those the blank ones. I find wow. oh my wow. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. But was that yeah. was that the Wi-Fi card? Yes. Yeah. I find wow. I I don't know where I I I have a couple of those. I have no idea where. I completely forgot I have those. It's, then you it's somewhere in your in your used old technology box. Jeff. It probably yeah. <laughs> actually, you're probably right. So Jeff, go and buy three or four of these. You'll be set. Yeah, and they'll be they'll be a, empty a whopping eight at eight first. gigabyte SD card. That was that was good at that time, right? That was, and you <laughs> spent a lot massive. of money on it too. Sure. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, if you have old hardware, you know, maybe you're still, you can still make use of some of those old, mm. smaller, smaller by today's standards memory cards. Well, my, my DSLR mm -hmm. I still have, I haven't used in years. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, yeah. You, if you play like around with, with Raspberry Pi, <laughs> yeah, having a, a, a bunch true. of lower capacity cards, you can just experiment. Yeah. 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 I mean, good, eight, good eight gigs. We've... Like it's more than more than enough for a lot of things. Oh yeah. Well, just think about the, the fact that uh, most of our lap. Well, if you have pros, you know you have the uh, the card slot right there. So mm -hmm. this can be also kind of like a mini hard drive if you need it. It's not going to necessarily yeah. be fast, but you can slide chunks yeah. of storage in and out. So if you just if you just need something to maybe store client files on, like that you're not live editing, but you just like want to have handy, like actually that would be a good use case. Like have like a have a like a SD card per per client and have that case in it with like all your clients, and then just pick the one that you need. Yeah, could be an option. So, so as you can see, there are lots of ideas that you can mm -hmm. use these 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 for. 
the only trouble with the with the memory cards is they're so small and so easy to lose. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, uh, we are in fact keeping the trend of really good things. So uh, you know, no pressure, Ben. Tell us about yours. <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk a little bit of Mastodon here. Um, I have traditionally uh been a user of the app ice cubes mm -hmm. um which is i still think is a really good app it is nice. yep but uh i have recently switched to another app that was kind of recommended by friend of mac voices jim ray mm -hmm. called mona Also, it has a really good pick. Really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I use it. Yeah, it, it it's, has everything that I loved about Ice Cubes, but it's just a little bit more polished. Yep. Yep. Um, it's a real competitor to Ivory, but I think it has more features. Like, uh, the, the reason I stayed with Ice Cubes so long is that uh, it allows you to quote posts. Well, so does Moda. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's really fast, uh, really well done. And um, this is not, I mean, we're not talking about a uh, an app from like a newbie developer here. Mm -mm. No, this is the, the same guy that did spring for Twitter, Aurora reader. So yeah, it's, it's not free, but it's worth every penny. That well, you it's free with, with the in-app purchase. Yeah. Well, it doesn't do anything really unless you get the in-app purchase. Right. Yeah. I think I they did the same thing it. with, with um, spring. Yeah, and Spring uh, was yeah. my favorite Twitter client, to be honest. So I've I've tried Mona, and I'm I'm fully like I'm with you, Ben. It it is a really really good app. I I paid I bought it. Yep, yep. And the Mona Pro is um twenty dollars a month or not month twenty dollars uh oh twenty dollar one time purchase right across all platforms. Mm -hmm. Nice. Right, I wonder nice. which one I bought because I have the Mac one on and it didn't install. So, Ben, you, you did a great job of keeping the, the really awesome picks going today. And uh, I don't Where's know. Where's our I... Legos, Jeff? Well, I, I decided... <laughs> it's funny you should say that because I was debating, do I go with Lego today or something different? And I decided answers, to mix yes. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, either way. So <laughs> I'm going with a Kickstarter today. And mm. it's one that I've actually mm. backed. And this is a, a titanium pocket pen. Oh, of course. And <laughs> of course, I know, of course. You it's it's Lego yeah. or it's pens. Or, I am no, so predictable. Okay. Um, it's all right. But here, here, here's the deal. The pen, um, when uh, when it's closed, it's you know, just just a few centimeters long. And when you unscrew the cap, it screws on the back end, and then it becomes a full, uh, like, 141-millimeter length pen. 
So like a regular length pen and, uh, and looks really nice. And, um, uh, and it comes from a company that's done some, some other products. So they, they have a good, um, uh, reputation and you, uh, they've done other pens as well. So you have the choice of having it as a ballpoint pen or as a fountain pen. Or you get both. Or, or you get both. Yeah. So you can, you can interchange the, uh, the ballpoint and fountain pen uh, element so that, yeah, you, you can have either. And um, the, there, there are like, I want to say like five color choices, four color choices. So titanium, so either bead blasted, stone washed or machined. Or they did this uh, petrol uh, finish thing where it's just kind of like rainbow colored. Love that. Mm-hmm. I don't it, I don't need the fountain pen or a ballpoint pen, but I, I just want to get it for that. Uh, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, it's a British, it's a British uh, like project. Yes. Yep. And um, th- um, when I, when I, ordered oh okay so it looks like the uh the single pin super early bird ish uh packages are already uh sold out so mm-hmm. yeah so i um i paid um i think with uh, with the exchange rate it was like $65. It was under $70 for this, which, which is a pretty good deal. And mm-hmm. when um when it's officially available, um just like retail, it'll start at around a hundred dollars, I think. Yeah. yeah, and apparently also the people like putting this out that this is not their first project. No, this is it not is even not their, their first, first pen Kickstarter pen project. So yeah. They've been doing that. I was just wondering because I looked at the timeline. I'm like, they didn't put any years on it. So like, I mean, it's like, okay, deliver shipping in May. Some year in the future. Well, <laughs> when when you look at the um, or, or the um, the actual packages, mm-hmm. it's May 2024, is what they're okay. predicting. <laughs> But yeah, when, well, when I mean, you're looking you know, at just the overall <laughs> info on it, mm-hmm. it's like, what year? Yeah, I mean, you know, with Kickstarter, anything is possible, right? And <laughs> and um, the the likelihood that this won't actually come to market is extremely low because mm, they've they've yeah. they've overshot. They've been doing this. Yeah, they yeah they've they've been making these things for a while. Mm-hmm. And they also have uh, overshot their uh, funding goal by mm-hmm. like a couple orders of magnitude. That's good. Yeah. So there you go. Damn, you're tempting me now. I don't need a ballpoint pen, but now I want one. <laughs> you know, ha- having <laughs> a really nice pen, I, it, it makes such a huge difference. I mean, like, here's my my gel pen that i use all the time it's a titanium pen and i love this thing and uh 
And I think this is becoming my daily driver for my fountain pen. And um, I have a lot of pens sitting. I have a lot of pens sitting here. I might need an intervention. You might. <laughs> you might, yeah. At, yeah, at no, this I'm is not... cool. I can put that in my purse. So that, that works. Right. Nice and, and small. And the cap, since it screws on, um, it makes mm -hmm. a seal. So yeah. the so the ink cartridge element, regardless of whether you're doing fountain or ballpoint, is completely sealed inside. So if something were to go wrong, it's not going to fill your bag or your pocket with ink. That's good. Yep. I liked it. So anyhow, I backed it and uh and I went with a fountain pen, of course. Of course. Yep. All right. So um, it's now time to wrap up. And I have had an absolute wonderful time hanging out with, with all of you. I say it every week, but it's true every week. This is such a wonderful way to start off my weekend. So thank you for, for spending your Friday morning or Patrice Friday afternoon with me um i genuinely appreciate it ben where can people find you uh, well jeff you can find me at ben rithig on your social media of choice you can find my writings at rithig tech i have a brand new a well brand new this week article up about uh lenovo's excellent efforts in its two-in-one computer and how that could affect Apple in the future. And as soon as I get my entire brain around the DMA changes, I'll have something up about that too. Cool. Yep. On Tuesday, uh, you can find me on Mac Voices Live with some guy named Chuck Joyner. I've heard of him. Yep. On, thir on Thursday nights, you can find me on In Touch with iOS with that Dave Ginsburg guy. Mm-hmm. I've heard of him too. Yes. And on uh, Thursday and Friday, you can hear me on, you can hear me. And you can also see me <laughs> on the big and this Mac show on uh, the British tech network with interim host, uh, Jeff Gamut. In fact, he's so interim. He's wearing the same uh, sweater as Steve Jobs. <laughs> that's actually kind of funny um yeah um huh but i'm not i'm not a jerk wait maybe i am oh crap <laughs> oh no and nobody disagreed with you so I should tell you something. yeah that tells me everything i need to know <laughs> okay Patrice. No, Jeff, you're not. <laughs> you are not. Patrice, where can people find you? Well, I'm I'm here every week on the big show, on the Mac show, and on, I don't know, no, those are the two shows. <laughs> yeah, Bridge Tech Network. Um, except for next week, because I'm traveling again. That that trip to, to uh, Lisbon is coming up again, as every month. Um, yeah, I like... You can find out everything about me, what I'm doing, all the social media links, the projects, the the projects, the projects, the projects and the podcast. That's what I wanted to say. Wow. 
talking is hard today, um, on my website, thepatrice.com. And since we talked about Mastodon, I have a really cool Mastodon instance just for people that I know at techhangout.social. If you know one of us, then reach out to us and we'll get you an invite. Broadcast. Awesome. Yeah, I like that. You know, I like the whole idea of uh, of doing broadcasts. Prod. <laughs> not not cattle broadcasts. <laughs> Answer my question. <laughs> yeah. Shows you where Dave's mind is. <laughs> it just came to mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chuck, where can people find you? I'm looking up prod podcast.com right now this is oh, really gonna mess up <laughs> he's the, the wizard of broadcasts and projects <laughs> domain names i tell you yeah it's mm -hmm. it's it's, 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 a 20. it's a sickness um macvoices.com is where you can find everything i do right now we are in the midst of releasing our ces interviews uh it's worth noting that this year doing something just a little bit different instead of just trying to get them all out at a frantic pace uh we are releasing them on a little more steady you know, a, a couple a day, maybe up to three a day, because there's they're short form interviews. Um, that gives you a chance to absorb them a little bit more, make sure you don't miss any. And frankly, um, the majority of the prod, excuse me, products mm -hmm. we see at CES, yeah, you got me doing it. The, the, uh, <laughs> the majority of products we see at CES aren't even on the market yet. They're you know first quarter, second quarter mm -hmm. releases or later. So these things are absolutely not out of date. Um, we do Mac Voices Live, as has been mentioned here, uh, Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV with pretty much everyone, including Patrice, when she stays up late or gets up early, depending on your point of view. Uh, stay up late. Stay up late? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and on the socials, you can find me as at Chuck Joyner, and that's pretty much all the majors and some of the minors as well. Awesome. Yeah, if only only Chuck will say, "Oh, yeah, like we're doing slower pace, only two or three a day." Well, the, like, they're five or ten. Right? I mean, for Chuck, yeah. that is a slower pace. For the rest of yeah. us, it's still breakneck. It's like, oh my gosh, he is a machine. <laughs> yeah, he is a machine. Mm. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Dave, where can people find you? You can find me at InTouchBioS at InTouchWithIOS.com. I'm on Mastodon and InTouchWithIOS at InTouchWithIOS at TechHangout.Social. You can find me on my YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS. I'm on Mac Voices Live, as many have mentioned here, on uh, Tuesday nights, as well as the big show here on Fridays. And I'm on my personal Mastodon is at DaveG65 at Mastodon.Club. Thanks. Awesome. Man, you, you're you're like a machine. Also, you can just crank through all that stuff, and unlike me, you get mm -hmm. it right. Yeah, I do it when the outro and the intro and the show on that podcast. You know, I'm you guys see it all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So let let's see how badly I'm angled this. Um, all right. <laughs> I know you're laughing because you know. I'm waiting. You, you know. <laughs> all right. Social media. I am Jay Gamut on everything. I am active right now on Mans Manstad Mastodon. Yes. Only Jeff could try to combine Mastodon with pants. Oh, man. Mastodon. Okay. 
So yeah, <laughs> that that one and uh, and Instagram and Threads. Wow. Okay. Now for uh, podcasts, Tuesdays uh, on Chuck's Mac Voices Live. Thursdays on Dave's In Touch with iOS, then here on the British Tech Network, Thursdays on the Big Show, Fridays on the Mac Show, and uh, and then Brian Chaffin and I do the Context Machine. This week's episode is out, and mm-hmm. um, this week I was also a guest on Charlotte Henry's The Edition, and we talked about Vision Pro, and it was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, at least I at least I had the shows on the right days t- this time. Uh, but you know, I'll take a little victory. Hey, hey Jeff, before mm-hmm. you sign off, just a quick update. Podcasts is dot com is available for only forty six hundred dollars. Only forty six. I'll take have you two. Tried, have you tried tried projects.com? Objects. I cannot wait to his, see how much this one costs. He has hover <laughs> his fingertips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prod. Jacks. Prod. is taken. Pod. Jacks. Like podcast. Oh, pod. 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 Jacks. Sorry. Pod. Pod. Jacks. Okay. Let's find out. That's English. And. Yes. Loading, loading. The anticipation. Come on, come on. <laughs> Pro- wow. Podjex.com is taken. Of course it is. Yeah, domain agents. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, your so, domain name update for today. So, since we can't buy any of these amazing domain names, uh, I, I will instead say thank you again to all of you for just being so awesome and uh, and putting up with me uh, just in general. Um, yeah. So thank you. And uh, everyone that's watching, listening live, participating in the live chat, thank you for being here. You are all awesome. And everyone that watches or listens to the shows later on, thank you for being part of the BTN family as well. And um, wow, I feel like I've lost my rhythm there, but uh, we'll 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 just keep going. All right. So, uh, Tio Sohos, thank you for being here and supporting us. And Ewan, thank you for being you. Muller, thank you for making sure we have people for shows. Um, everyone, be sure and uh, and check out every day the, the new show so that uh, you're up to date on the news you need to know about. Little five-minute chunks. And uh, Kyle is amazing. And uh, and. You need to pay for that too. Just, I mean, you, can, you you don't have to pay for it, but you really need to pay for it because that's how we keep that show going. So keep money coming in for the daily news show. And thank you to everyone that's doing that. Um, wow. Okay. Be sure and tune in next Thursday for the big show and next Friday for the Mac show. Patrice, you will be missed next week. Um, but may- maybe you and schedule will work out and he'll be able to, to hang mm-hmm. out with us. Uh, we had a great time with him yesterday. And he did. So with that, thank and you. He did again. not remember how this works. No, but I mean, look at me. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Thank you everyone. 
Uh, have an awesome weekend and we'll see you again next week.